safest, cool, and be killed by a shot in the head or a heavy blow to the skull. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. Hey guys, this is Nissen, Driz, and Matt from H for Horror. Uh, today we're going to be doing our Christmas special. Uh, the two films we've chosen are Krampus and Black Christmas, the 2006 remake. Um, yeah, hi guys. Uh, to my left is Buck. Yo, what's happening? And to my right is Driz. Woohoo! <laughs> And uh, this is our first episode, so uh, <laughs> we've thrown, uh, we've thrown, uh, bear, bear with us as we get into this. I was trying Nisi in the deep end there, doing the intro, so that was a good, yeah, job, good man. job, man. No worries. Good Thank you. Job. Thank you. Um, well, without further ado, I think we will start with Krampus. Um, Driz, you have a few little notes on uh, the actual production and the year it was released? Yes, I do. Somewhere... Firstly, what did you guys think of the, like the film? Did you like it or was it... Uh, I did like it. There were bits and pieces I thought could have been a bit better. But for the most part, I hope that this film becomes like another Home Alone, uh, <laughs> Christmas Vacation, Love Actually, that type of thing. Yeah, where you just fit it into your viewing during Christmas. Bit, maybe a little bit darker than the old Home Alone. But uh, a little bit darker, it's but, something I'd like to get my boy into if I, he was going to pick a movie. Yeah. I'd, I'd also like to see if, like, what would happen if Kevin McAllister took on Krampus. Like, oh, just geez. booby-trapping. <laughs> just, you know. I mean, he's Krampus is quite hairy. It would be, I don't know, Kevin maybe skinning and, you know, turning him into a carpet or something like that. <laughs> Things to think oh, about. Oh, man. Uh, that would be, I'd like to say that for yes, sure. Yes. Uh, anyways, um... Yeah, Driz, go for it. Cool. So, Krampus, or Krampus, however you pronounce it, came out in 2015 on the 4th of December in the US. Um, it was directed by Michael Doherty, and the budget for it was $15 million. Uh, the box office, it made $61.5 million, uh, and it was based on the character of Krampus. It's a comedy horror and it has Tony Collette in it, and it was made um, by Universal Studios. Nice. So there you go. Awesome. And um, just a little fun fact, the creature effects that they had were made by Weta Workshop in New Zealand. So oh, they nice. made, like, the Hobbit and all the, you know, the weird creatures in their costumes. I didn't so, see that one. Yeah, nice. I didn't know that they made that. That's yeah. sick. Um on that, on the little creatures, um, found out that one of the little crazy, um, what was it, the gingerbread man, was oh, like yeah. lumpy, clumpy, and dumpy, I think were their names. <laughs> lumpy, clumpy, and dumpy. But one of them was actually, I think it's lumpy, was actually um, Seth, Seth Green. Not that you can really tell because they've got chipmunk voices and... You could have probably used a five-year-old and be fine. But yeah, Seth Green got his hands on, on Lumpy, so... 
I would not. I have thought that was interesting when I saw his name, his face pop up for that one. But um, yeah, Lumpy. Which 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 character was Lumpy? I the don't know. Lumpy. They they all look the same. But they're all <laughs> just all just as evil and uh, yeah, and uh, mischievous as, as each other. I think. But um, yeah. So what um, I was gonna say? Well, what, Missy, what did you think? Yeah, what did you think, man? Um, of the actual creature, like what? It, um, I loved Krampus. Um, I loved him so much that I had to research him a little bit more because I didn't actually know who he was before I saw the film. Um, so I ended up doing a bit of research on him and finding out his origins. Um, and yeah, it turns out he's older than Christianity. He comes back from like the pagan era, um, and kind of just got incorporated into the Christmas mythology and all that kind of stuff. Um, I asked a few of my German friends if they'd ever heard of him because Krampus, uh, there's this thing in Germany called Krampusnacht where uh, people dress up as Krampus yeah. and uh, it's a big festival type situation, uh, big parade. Uh, apparently, if you see a Krampus, you're supposed to give him schnapps. So oh, yeah. there's heaps of, there's heaps of like, you know, drunken, Drunk, horned, hairy beasts uh, with bells. And... <laughs> I'm going to dress up I know, right? Just drunk on schnapps. Um, but apparently, uh, yeah, just all my mates were f- from Northern Germany and they'd never even heard of him. And it's very much a localized Southern okay. Bavaria type of thing. And yeah, it's just, he's always been there. He just, it's just recently that he's kind of crept into... US and Hollywood, Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, to Hollywood. prior to that, I don't remember seeing any other films about Krampus, <laughs> so I feel like this one sort of you know has bridged that gap. Yeah. yeah, well, actually, looking for the film online, there was all these other versions of it. So, yeah. in the US, it's become really big, and they're all in the 2000s, so you know, they're, they're really starting to, to get into it. He's been around for that long, but it took them that long to find him. Why? Yes. I mean, there's such a because like, they were believers. As, huge scene for horror and that sort of you know thing in Hollywood and all, all around the world and it's just it's sort of amazing that it took that long for him to come to light I suppose mm-hmm. but there should be a Krampus Bible or something like that we can all bloody read and listen metal to and all that sort of stuff would be a bit of fun yes Krampus metal would be pretty Krampus <laughs> metal <laughs> my um, best friend went to Europe a while ago and she actually told me about it so when we were going to do this movie I I knew a little bit about him so and she told me that he was like this horned half goat half demon dude um, and during Christmas he comes to punish the kids that misbehave or they don't believe in Santa so he comes along and yeah and they do this massive parade and they just go down the street and they all dress up and they make noises and it's great I saw that video you said it looks sick yeah like, it looks like a real fun night but uh, as I said with the movie the other night, I think I mentioned to you guys, like, don't ever rip up a fucking letter to Santa and throw it out the window because you will summon that Krampus. And he will cut... Well, actually, sadly, counted from the point he ripped up that letter and threw it out to when the shitstorm rolled in and it was about 19 seconds. So, yeah, interesting little nerdy fun fact there. 19 seconds and you'll have Krampus knock at your door with a bunch of snowmen and... And the, the skies in. will turn dark, and all of a sudden there'll be this random blizzard that not even the was forecast at all. <laughs> and he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But um, in terms of, I liked Krampus at the start of that film, like seeing him up on the roof, like the very start where he's up on the roof and he uh, locks eyes with um. 
I've written her name down there. But I can't Beth? remember. Was it Beth? Beth, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. Locks eyes with Beth, and that that to me, that part of the film was like the scary, like the most scary part. Yeah. Of Krampus, and I, I like kind of wish I could watch a film where it sort of followed that feel for the whole movie. Because once a um, spoiler alert, but once I saw his face towards the end, and you know the pits open up and everything like that, um, it was sort of just like a, he just had like a stuck lockjaw like face like it was just like a puppet stuck onto someone's head and mm. sort of ruined it like his eyes were sick and it looked kind of scary but yeah once I saw that sort of he just didn't like have yeah, any sort like, of <laughs> he's yeah, it's like I don't know it's like the fucking what movie is that the grudge or something where they just get that like mm. lockjaw yeah. thing it was con- like yeah there was no sort of animation or animatronics to his face it was just sort of this mask I suppose but um, yeah, the start when he's sort of that black, like you can't see his face. He's howling like a wolf as he's flying over fucking roofs. Which I got, I don't know why a goat would howl like a wolf, but <laughs> but um, that was. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that I'm like, why the fuck is he howling? He's going yeah. woo. Why is he like jumping what, across? What, the would roof? A, what would a Krampus goat sound like? How would you? Oh, I don't know. Like, like if you looked it up on YouTube, it'd be like they screaming like. Ooh! goats and stuff like that but um maybe a little bit um lower sort of pitch but yeah i don't know like that was the scariest part for me when beth was getting hunted down and she's hiding under the you know the dhl van and um you know you can see his feet stomping around and yeah that was really like that was sick Mm. i like that but yeah as far as I don't know, probably shouldn't just jump straight to the end like I did. But yeah, as far as the ending goes and, and seeing him throughout the movie, it's just never has that same, like, for me anyway, that scary appeal as he did at the start. But still worth a watch anyway, so I don't want to put you off that one. But, <laughs> I yeah. kind of agreed with the feel about it because um, it was it's definitely an awesome Christmas film yeah. if you like the darker side of things. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I just... It was very funny at some point. Um, I've, you know, that auntie, she really put oh, me off because she Dorothy, kind of, yeah, Dorothy, yeah. she reminded me of Bird of Two and a Half yes, Men. So I, I was like, oh, well. oh, this is this is another episode. She, it's exactly the same, like, the <laughs> attitude, like, ah, oh, just fucking drink some snaps and, like, <laughs> give your kid a break, he's telling the truth. Yeah, like, she's got that same attitude yeah. you know, as, as the housekeeper. You know, I can't eat this food, it's going to clog up my pipes and I'm going to ruin your toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, some of the lines in it, like even, I think it was Tony Collette in um, her character, Sarah, um, when she's like, um, there should be a test before you're allowed to breed. <laughs> oh, yes. I, yeah. I was going to know that thought, down. Yeah, like, I laughed at that one. Was, yeah, yeah. But oh, I think yeah. the, the creepiest character was Omi, that grandma. Oh, man, Omi, I thought, Omi held that together for me, like, in terms of keeping that mysterious, like, Yes. I, I don't know, is there subtitles on the one when you watched it? Was yeah. she speaking German or not, like, or whatever the language uh, she's speaking? No, she's definitely speaking German, but uh, there was no, um, subtitles. no subtitles, and it only seemed like the sun... Could understand her. None of the others spoke yeah. German. Well, the, I think I saw the dad speak what? German at one point. Which one like, point, Don't yeah. go outside, and he's like, "He can't do that," or whatever. <laughs> too, and then, <laughs> oh, he did too. And then you know she sort of backs off. But um, what was I going to say with her? Well, oh, left me now. The one thing that yeah. kind of annoyed me about Omi or 
uh, Amma Omi, the grandma. Omi. Uh, Omi. She kind of ha- she knew what was happening, but she yeah. kept quiet about it for a really long time. <laughs> oh, like people are dying, and yeah. she's just not saying shit. She's yeah. just she's just staring into the fire, looking all pensive and ominous, Omi's and she's just like, yeah, just like oh, I'm just gonna build a fire and keep it warm and here have some cocoa but yeah. my granddaughter's missing but it's it's fine <laughs> just have all, some cocoa makes everything better. but the fire in the fireplace definitely was symbolic like yeah. if the fire was on yes, Crumbs really wasn't coming down that chimney yeah. as soon as it went out all hell broke loose yeah it's yeah. like the fire equals life you know yep. darkness death um, or I had that written down too so yeah, once he's sort of like striking those matches going, fuck, in German or whatever. <laughs> Fucking freaking, or whatever. Fuck, fuck, wrong ass. And she's like, the matches is like, you're fucked. You're yeah. gone. But remember, it's, um, so Auntie Dorothy says that. She says something and then she's like, I'm old enough to know that. What'd she say? I told you this. I always butcher. Yeah. Everyone will find out that I butcher the shit out of quotes. I can't remember them for shit. It's one of the reasons why we liked you and for you to come on the show. We were just like... I'll make that, that part of it funny because it will be nowhere near the actual... Yeah, what is quote. it? I, I know when we're, we're fucked or... Yeah, she's like, nice I'm old enough to know when we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, but I don't know. Yeah. Classic aunt Trump Dorothy. Maybe. I mean, it was the bloody, the evil one behind the whole film. Who knows? She could have warned them and they could have, they could have left, but no. They just hung around and drank cocoa. So I kind of cool. felt sorry for the little kid, though. Um, Which little kid? Um, that, a lot of children are coughing it pretty badly in this. Was that so? Matt? What was Max the boy? The... Oh, Max is Max. the yeah. Boy, Max yeah. is the yeah. kid that summons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. uh, like he had this Christmas spirit, and like no one really wanted to pay attention to him. They were too busy to be a family and making everything so perfect for everyone else. And like you can see that at the start when you know there's joyous Christmas music and. You know, they zone in on, like, all these people in, in the shopping centre, like, chaos, yeah. fighting, staff, like, can't be bothered, helping and everything like that. And that's sort of what Christmas has come to be rather yeah. than the tradition. And he was trying to believe in this tradition. And um, I just saw the disconnection with the family. And, like, I f- my heart really sank for him when they read out his Christmas <laughs> letter to oh, Santa. Yeah. Oh it was God. very heartfelt. Yeah. And then he went psycho and then he was like screaming and scratching and yeah. what the hell <laughs> just went like into a devil child. I don't blame yeah. him, but why the, yeah. like, no one, like, I watched, cause I watched that accidentally like three times while I was <laughs> writing notes. It just kept playing over and over, but no one helps him. No. Like, yeah. The dad could have stepped in and be like, Hey man, that's, that's Max's note. Like it's not to be read. But he's just like, he was almost like standing back going, oh, fuck, let's see what's like going to come out in the wash, like with his note. And when he met, has a stab at the uh, the cousins for, you know, like your dad wishes that you were boys and shit like that. Like that was awesome. <laughs> and then it was just like punch on. I was like, but yeah, no one does anything. Everyone's just standing around going, oh, yeah, we'll listen to the letter, even though this is breaking the little kid's heart. Yeah. I mean, go. Max is really, really bullied. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, just uh, I didn't like the cousins. I thought they were jerks. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it was really heartfelt. It came for the yeah, it was just heartfelt, and uh, they uh, made fun of him for it, even though he was telling a lot of truths and that no one else wanted to hear. Um, yeah, it was, and most of the stuff it wasn't even he didn't want any materialistic stuff. Yeah, he was just like, oh, you know, I wish my mum and dad could be like, 
where they used to be and like feel for my auntie and uncle because they're in a hard place and like none of it was like I want a fucking PS4 or like a <laughs> you know there was none of, I was kind of expecting there to be some sort of material thing but it was yeah. just like just it was just all him, heartfelt like just wanting everyone to get along and be happy in their lives and yeah if I don't blame him for nailing the, the sisters I would have probably done the same thing if anything, Max does have the last laugh a little bit. Um. Yeah. Hey, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that was, man, that was such a ballsy, like, hopefully if you're listening to this, you've seen the end, but that that was fucking great. Throwing the little crumpus nut back at him. I yeah. was like, yes. When, yeah, when kids swear on films, it's, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm trying to see what else I've got here. I, and what creeped me out about Krampus as well was he always jingled, like, but it oh, was like not a chain. joyous jingle. Yeah, and wrapped around his ankles and everything like that. Did yeah. you notice that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I found out a little bit of information why he has the bells. Oh, oh, so, um, back when like Krampus was being indoctrinated into like the Christian faith and all that kind of stuff, um. The church didn't like the fact that he looked like the devil with his horns and his fangs and the way he just his general outfit, hairy. Oh, yeah. So they used the change in the uh, the change in the bells to kind of indicate that he was sort of chained to the devil. And at certain points during history, they've actually tried to ban him and ban the celebration of Krampus. Oh, um, even like like even back in medieval times, they tried to ban him. And then like during the nineteen forties and fifties, when like fascism and all that kind of stuff like t- started taking off, they tried to ban him again. But uh, no, Krampus just keeps coming back, and yeah. one of the reasons, like you know, he's that's why he's got his bells. Uh, you know, you hear bells, you hear chains. Krampus is coming, so uh, <laughs> just yeah. But I, I found that creepy too. Like, yeah. just it was definitely one of those ominous kind of like, all right, shit's about to get real. Yeah. I can hear bells; they're in the distance, but they're coming, and yeah. Krampus is coming with them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I like that too. I like that little jingle. As you walk around. But I had I don't know, written down like I don't know, it might seem stupid and blatantly obvious, but for me, like, as a comedy horror, it sort of switched I felt like it switched too harshly between being this like full on, like all out hardcore horror, then back into a like I think even when the uncle like hangs onto that fucking that the clown thing with the snake, like the, you know, that's swallowing all the kids. I think when he gets thrown out the window, there's like a whoop noise, like a... Yeah. And I'm just like, shit, are you going for like, is this meant to be all out funny? Or like, it kind of confused me a little bit in that way, the feel just kept switching so black and white between like, yeah, super, super serious and scary to just like a com- uh, comedic sort of feel. So, I don't know, like... I don't know. That's just me. I would have preferred it to maybe stick quite more closely to sort of one, one or the other. genre or whatever you, yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, uh, what about you, Drew? What did you think about the sort of I don't know balance between comedy versus horror? I think um, it took a while to get into the story, and then once you were in it, they they threw in the jokes in the Birda character. <laughs> I'm gonna call her Birda, um, Aunt Honey, what, Dorothy, or whatever. Um, yeah, like she made a few jokes, and it was kind of funny. And then 
and then it just all of a sudden there was like 10 intense min- minutes of like horror and then like gingerbread men came to life and there's big <laughs> snake in the attic eating children and then you know things coming down the chimney and then all of a sudden it was just like light a fire and it's all over <laughs> yeah light the fire man I, I i did like like as a I don't know. It's sort of like I've heard other people say. It reminds me of Gremlins a bit, like that. Yeah. Gingerbread had that like men had that cheeky little laugh and like that super energetic feel. Like you know, just I don't know. Had that feel, and I've written down here too. Like so, the other ones was Teddy Claw. I think you pronounce it. Um, and we got TikTok, which that robot that had the um. Had the scissors for arms. Oh, that, the rabbit-looking dude. Yeah, that yeah, like yeah. jumps on the dad in the attic and just starts stabbing him in the neck. And for some reason, he doesn't really feel like... Literally a scene where they pull the bloody scissors out of his neck and he's just like, mm, okay. Like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, perf- I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> Nothing's wrong here. Is it maybe just being in so much shock because you're being almost stabbed to death by a toy that you just don't notice? I don't know, but... Yeah, so now some of the characters were cool, but... Um, I think my favourite was probably that teddy bear that was fucking that was mental with the big teeth and like almost bit off the auntie's arm and yeah he was cool who was your favourite character? Uh, my favourite character and I liked all the characters just because uh, you know with the big jack in the box guy um, uh, they're all like animatronics or they look like animatronics or they'd yeah. actually design them. There was no like special effects with that one. Yeah. I thought he was really cool. Like yeah. that actually put a bit of work into him. Um, I like that he ate the children. Um, <laughs> just especially the ones that just were such jerks. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, I thought when the mum comes to try and rescue them, like, you know, no one messes with my kids, that type of situation. Yeah. And he's still sort of, Gave it to her quite aggressively. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was my favourite. Um, I also liked how they... I don't know who owned the hook that comes down the chimney, but when they bait oh. the fat kid... Oh, oh, yeah. the- um, but the one thing that I loved was that he was like full hunter, had all the guns, and he's like, what kind of goat walks on its hind legs? <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> A very smart goat. <laughs> His name written down. What is that guy's name? The uncle. The, the he's from like yeah, a whole I, bunch of Will Ferrells. Yeah, yeah, like Anchorman and stuff. Uh, David Koshner. Yeah, he's, that's right. His surname's yeah. I didn't yeah. know how to pronounce that. He's probably he's probably the only one from the Anchorman that hasn't gone on to have a huge career. But uh, <laughs> we won't we won't go into that. <laughs> but he's in a lot of movies. He is. Yeah, and he plays that same role where he's like talking out the side of his mouth. Like, yeah, he's a bit of a hillbilly. Yeah, he's a bit of a yeah, a bit of a. Yeah, bit of a dude. Yeah, he definitely has that kind of American gun ho. Yeah. We can sort any issue with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah, Krampus. Oh, not here, really. Redneck is what I was. Redneck, gonna... sorry. Yeah, Redneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he plays that role well, though. So he does. Nice. Yeah. Um. So what? What else? What else have we got for the Krampus? <laughs> um, oh yeah so I suppose I'll chuck it out now but so the, the endings there's two endings that people thought were a possibility for that movie correct so it was if I'm right it was either they are all sort of stuck in 
um, Krampus's like world, so to speak, in that little um, snow dome, reliving Christmas over every single day, um, or sort of is that right? And then yeah, the other ending is that it actually none of it. Well, it did happen, but then the next morning, like everything changes back to the way it was. So no one's died, no one's been killed, and then you know. I think it's more Max really realizes like you know and appreciates the family and 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 Christmas and and I think the main theme as well was like sacrifice so mm. like whether you're willing to sacrifice uh, I think that was yeah like if you something like that was like if you sacrifice yourself for your family or for whoever else that the Crumps is after that's he'll let you like basically let you off the hook for that and things go back to normal so what do you guys think? was the ending do you think they got stuck in Krampus's sort of world reliving that day over and over from what you saw or do you think that um you know everything goes back to normal what what do you think Drew's uh I didn't really have an opinion towards the end like what would what actually happened um but I just sort of like I liked the story um that you know like the Omni Omni um, she ga- this is what she said that she gave up on Christmas and threw um, the Santa toy in the fire and then all of a sudden like it was the shadow of Saint Nick um, and he came down to punish and take something from her and then he yeah. dragged the family into the underworld um, and left her to remind her of what happens to when the Christmas spirit dies yeah, that's so right. I yeah. think it was yeah. more like like a kid's dream you know, like yeah. she went to sleep and she dreamt like that she threw the toy into the in the fire and then a family gets taken by this, yeah, this yeah. scary horned goat dude <laughs> and then she wakes up and then she's very grateful for her family and then that kind of like she was left to survive yeah, as yeah. a reminder but when she woke up she's like, okay, I need to take my family, you know, not for granted. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. That's how I sort of looked at it. Well, I've heard as well that, like, the difference between Max and Omi was that, like, Max made that ultimate sacrifice, whereas, like, no, fuck you, take me, leave everyone else, um, whereas Omi didn't, she sort of just, like, everyone just died, and she was, I she probably shit scared, but she just, like, didn't just, you know, had her distance between all of that and just stayed around to sort of remind everyone of of um Krampus but yeah whereas Max I've heard anyway that Max you know because he made that sacrifice that's why things might have have changed in that instance but um, what did you think Nisi what do you reckon um going with the two ideas um I like to think that they're in hell and that nothing (laughs) changed um yeah I just uh I think that sort of happy ending, I just didn't get that impression. I really did feel like uh, Max fucked off and yeah. there are no second chances with Krampus. <laughs> like, uh, once he has you, he has you. And yeah. um, at first you think, like, yeah, everything's fine. It may have been a dream. And, and then slowly when it pans out and you start seeing the snow globe in Krampus's cave with, like, all the other families that have, you know, given up on Christmas yeah. and... Like I just get I get the opinion like you know nah they they're fucked they're they're gonna be reliving the same day 
every year for the rest of their lives. Um, Maybe when the, the, the snowmen, you know, like at the there was one snowman at the front of the house, and then there became like twenty of them. Yeah, Maybe yeah. that's each year. Yeah. There's an extra snowman, and then that's yeah. how you count how many years you've been in hell for. Oh, Potentially, um, just, <laughs> just yeah, going going with it. We haven't we haven't touched on the snowmen, but um, yeah, when the snowmen just start turning up on their front door, alarm bells, really, like come on, like facing the house. yeah, just facing the house, like I didn't build those, who built those? <laughs> yeah. and there's no just, kids out there in the no, blizzard making like, snowmen. Yeah. Which, which, what kind of a child's out making snowmen during a blizzard and they just start turning up and it's more of them. Like, one of them's, one of them's like, you know, just, there's one. And then all of a sudden there's like 20. And it's just, you know. And they're evil as fuck. Like, they're not like nice ones with little carrot noses. They're like evil faces and, yeah, yeah, they look pretty scary. And, And Max was looking out the window and he didn't, not once go, there's more snowmen. Nah. He just looks at him and he's like, so maybe for his age, I don't know. But. I would have gone, hey, mum, there's way more, <laughs> way more snowman outside. <laughs> yeah, oh, anyways. Yeah, no, I, I get you on that one. Um, but I had a look. So there's a YouTube channel, um, I should mention, Horror Squad, who did a video on this. And um, apparently that they, they found the correct answer. So oh. there is actually an answer. Go for it. What so it? Um, the same guy who's written so Michael Doherty along with the other team of guys that wrote the movie well, the movie they wrote a um, graphic novel called Krampus Shadow of St. Nicholas um, and apparently if you read that which they, they show you through the, the channel like it explain like it goes into the ending for that so good news is no one dies I know Bullshit. for horror fans it's kind of shit but um, yeah, so good news is no one dies, and because of that sacrifice, Krampus turns everything back to to the way it was. Um, so okay. and then everyone's kind of it's like that. Um, it kind of runs off. A few, they were saying it runs off a few themes of different movies like that, like um, like was it the Christmas Scrooge and all that sort oh, of like yeah, you know yeah, where you just Christmas like, Carol and New yeah, yeah Christmas yeah, yeah. Carol yeah 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 so it's that same feel of like. I don't know, it's not like repenting, but like, you know what I mean? Like that realizing the other side and that sacrifice and then and then um, being grateful for, you know, what you have. So yeah, bad news for horror fans, I suppose. Everything. Go- I like to think that I was stuck in that world too because that that's how it feels. Like, you know, Cram's got his big claws on the snow dome and it's like they're all a bunch of snow domes. You're like, they're all fucked. But um, apparently, I don't know, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Think what you want, but that's apparently that's what the answer is. Is that everything goes back to normal? So yeah. Well, no. just as like, just going back to, I just had a thought. Like, um, there is something quite voyeur about um, Krampus and how it sort of pans out with the globes. Like, potentially watching them. If we're going to go with the, it's a happy ending, sort of. Yeah. You know, making sure that they actually stick to the. Yeah. You know. Watching over. All right, you sacrifice yourself once to you know get your family back, but how much do you actually really like your family? I'm going to keep an eye on you. So it kind of like you know him having a whole window of you know snow globes to view in and check on families, like to make sure they're not screwing around. And do you reckon he has a heart? Because I mean, near the end, he like I mean, he laughs afterwards straight after, but he wipes the tear away from Max Max's cheek. You know, Max is like crying near the 
the fucking pit that's open up in the ground. And he's like, take me. And then, like, Krampus leans forward and, like, brushes so softly and delicately brushes the uh, tear away from Max's eye. And for a second, I'm like, well, maybe, like, this evil-ass dude with horns has got a heart. Maybe. And then the next moment, he licked the tear and said, these taste very salty. Into the fire you go. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of a 300 moment. (laughs) Fuck it, I am (laughs) Krampus. And Max just falls. Ah. (laughs) Fucking hell. But a, a, a lot of, like, you know... Uh, I guess I'm going into more true crime, but a lot of serial killers and things like that keep um, like a souvenir oh, from. Yeah, so yes. it could be a little thing like, you know, this trinket. is what I did to your family, and yeah. I'm going to keep you there so I can shake the globe every right, now and then. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> Let me stroke that little snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shake it up every now and then. You have a bit of a so song. It has a bit of a laugh, a bit of a cackle. <laughs> Trump's just getting very careful now. Hey guys, <laughs> I see you in that new snuggler. <laughs> Let me shake it up for you. <laughs> see what happens. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. No. Oh, look, I, do you guys want to rate the movie? Like, is there anything else you want to cover? Like, no, I think that's With the Krampus. No, I, no. I liked it. Um, Nizzy likes it. I so. did, uh, but I agree with you on. Um, you know that point of um, I could have leaned it sort of seemed like it was in the middle and it could have leaned a bit further towards the horror theme or if the comedy sort of yeah. is, that balance was a bit off-putting for me a little bit mm. um, but look I, I enjoyed this film I had a good time I just yeah I had a good yeah. time with it yeah. what would you rate it um, I would give it oh six maybe a 5.5 Maybe a seven. Out it's of 10 hard skulls? to say. Out of ten skulls. <laughs> yeah. Out of ten nissons. Um, out of ten nissons. Out of ten nissons. Uh, what about yourselves? All right. Yeah. So, um, pretty much agree with you. What you said, like the same views that you could. It's just it could have just been one way. You know, like more sort of just the comedy horror, or more towards the horror. Um, liked liked the character Krampus, and like I said, until the end. So I sort of saw his face and it wasn't so scary. I suppose it's always the way in horror films. Like once you see the thing, like it's always in the darkness, but once you really fully see it, and especially with that compass, like, yeah, it sort of ruined it a little bit for me there. Um, I like the feel of the movie. It's an easy watch. Like if you're going to sit down during Christmas and watch a film, like it's, you know, like it's kind of funny, you know, it's got horror, like, you know, so that's good. But, um... Overall, my my score is way different. I only gave it three, three and a half out of ten. Krampus balls. Um, because, yeah, look, not... <laughs> laugh, man, it's all right. Give me some credit. No. Yeah, Krampus balls or balls of steel or gonads I've got written down here. But, um, yeah, three and a half just, just for that fact that it switches a little bit too much for me. Um, and... Yeah, just the acting, not sort of sort of up to par, especially Tony Collette. Having those big names, I would have expected maybe a little bit more. I'm not an actor, so I can't really speak. I can't hang shit on people, but just from my, my point of view. But um, definitely, definitely add it to your Christmas list and, and check it out. It's worth a watch. Drews, what about yourself? Yeah, um, touching on the acting and stuff, there was a lot of big 
known actors in there, but every time like I looked at them, it just reminded me of a different film, like <laughs> Berta from Two and a Half Men. Um, you know, the dude off Step Brothers were in the car singing with the family. <laughs> um, yeah, but I would say as a movie, I'm actually going to give it four out of ten. Oof. But as a Christmas film, because that's what we're we're uh, doing, we're doing Christmas horrors. Yeah. I will give it a seven out of ten, Ooh. being a Christmas film, because I think. You know, they, they did follow along that theme. So, yeah, 4 out of 10 or 7 out of 10 for Christmas. Nice. Sweet. No, good Christmas film. Go check it out. Wicked. All right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, you've seen part, part of it? <laughs> I flicked through the 2006 Black Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry, guys. No, let, you... let the team down with that one big time. But, yeah, more, more than happy for you guys to give me shit about that one. So. All right. Uh, hey guys, so that's the end with Krampus. Now we're going to move on to Black Christmas, the 2006 edition. Uh, myself and Driz, we've watched both the 2006 <laughs> version and we watched the original, the 1974 version. Uh, Buck, on the other hand, um, have you yeah. done your homework? I'm on the, uh, the, the kid that shows up on the day of the assignment and, and sort of half read half read what he had to do and then doesn't even do it so <laughs> I, I flicked it. I flicked yeah the dog ate it I should have I've got two three dogs at the moment so I should have said that but um nah it's just oh, without going into it it's been a bit crazy lately and uh not an excuse but yeah I've fucked up on this uh occasion so don't worry next podcast I'll be more prepared I've pretty much got like like half a page but of like font 30 size note written with just Billy the killer and mother hated Billy and he's yellow so I kind of I get the gist I get the gist he's yellow like a Simpsons character but no I get the gist of the movie being you know a sorority and that's where Billy grew up where he used to to live in that same house and he's sort of coming back to reclaim the house and and whoever's in his way is gonna fucking stab or or yeah murder to get there so uh yeah anyway this this time around i'm gonna have to get a bit of help from uh you guys to fill me in on that one i'll try and ask some questions hopefully valuable questions along the way and not just be a hindrance the whole time but anyway (laughs) off to uh nissi and drews because they're gonna fill you in a lot more with details Nissy's like we've we've started calling him the A plus student because he's rocked up with uh, a whole bunch of typed up notes, you know, all in nice paragraphs, and he's he's watched each movie. So maybe we can uh, just uh, put a photo on social media about how <laughs> organised he is. <laughs> and, he's definitely um, getting the apple off the teacher today. So yeah, definitely gold sticker right there. Gold thanks, sticker. thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, uh, well, so, uh, Black Christmas 2006, um, I didn't see this one back in 2006, uh, I didn't even know it existed, uh, it wasn't until we started researching Christmas films for yeah. this special that uh, the Black Christmas sort of popped up, yeah. um, I was interested in Black Christmas because I heard a legend that uh, the original was one of Elvis Presley's favourite horror films, oh, cool. yeah. and uh, he would play it every Christmas, 
uh, as a, um, from 1974 till 1977 when he died. But every Christmas, you know, he'd put it on and so that was his favourite like horror film. Three years of watching that bad he, boy, so... Yeah, before he died, so... Before he died. Yeah. Um, poor so, Elvis. Yeah, poor mm-hmm. Elvis. He just... Yeah. He just wanted no to indulge in some horror and he <laughs> fucking had to die on the can. Yeah, poor guy. yeah. certainly did. Um, so <laughs> when this remake got made, I didn't even know it existed. So um, I have to say, I've seen both of them. Um, I have my thoughts about both of them. Uh, some parts I liked more than others. Um, I do have a consensus of which one I liked more. Yeah. Um, but I think we'll probably focus on the 2006 a bit more, just because we've all sort of seen most of it. Then. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, a uh, couple of really good actresses in this. Um, Michelle Thatchenberg, Lacey Cuthbert, Mary Elibus... Elibus? Mary Elizabeth... Mary Elibus Weinstead and uh, Kate Candice... Which, I think which that's right. Me. All right, I so right. when I was watching this, I was like, all right, so Michelle Thatchenberg, that's the girl from Buffy who played Dawn. Yeah, uh, Lacey, uh, Lacey, Lacey <laughs> Chatbert. Uh, she's the girl who plays Gretchen Wiener in um, Mean Girls and was the girl in Lost in Space and she was in Party of Five. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, like... Wasn't one of them out of... of uh, not to digress, but one of them was out of Not Another Teen Movie. Am I thinking of the right uh, one? Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe. Okay. Um, actually, yeah, I think, I think one, one of them might have been, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. And then uh, Mary uh, Mary Elizabeth is the girl from like Scott Pilgrim. Um, she was in the 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 thing, the the remake or the oh, prelude yeah. to it. Cool. And then um, the other girl, uh, Kate Candice, uh, she was in the remake for Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, so. Um, honestly, some of these girls have already had like quite a good, um, you know, horror film, um, you know, yeah, yeah, they've already got the pedigree there. So they've done a few of them. And the one that I liked the most was, um, uh, Andre Martin, who was in both the original and the remake. So, uh, in the 2006 version, she plays the den mum. In the 1974 version, she plays Phyllis, who's one of the victims. Oh. So just a little bit of a bit of a segue, I guess, into you know. Wait, was that the mum at the very start? That's sort of sitting around the tree. Yes, that's the mum at the very start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you one, did see that the one. first ten minutes. You saw the first ten minutes. <laughs> so yes, that's um, my contribution. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm going to stop talking for a little bit and no, I'm just going to uh, throw it over to uh, Driz. Um, just uh, thoughts as you were kind of watching it. Yeah, I think that um, being 2006, to make it more relevant, that they added a lot in that they didn't have in the original one in 1974. Um, just to probably keep it interesting. Yeah. Um, they, there was less swearing, which I thought was kind of weird being... That we're, you know, in general conversation, a lot more people swear these days. Like, um, but yeah, there was do. like full on swearing in the 1974. Yes. Like, they even said the C word. Like, oh yeah, they, oh on the prank call. So I was like, this is insane. But anyway, um, you know, they just they kept it sort of up to date. Like, there's a sex tape thing going on in the background oh, there. So I and, did see, I did catch that. Yeah. I'm happy about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that probably kept some of the boys interested. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I just, 
Yeah, I didn't find Billy as scary. I don't know. It just and he was yellow, like. So what's coming from someone who hasn't seen it? Maybe hopefully someone listening that hasn't. But what does Billy look like, or how's he portrayed in seventy four compared to two thousand six? Like, is it more just shadowy? You never really see his face, or like, what's the, what's the go? Yeah. So um, in the seventy four one, you see. You might see his eye or you'll see his silhouette or just a, a body part sort of thing. Like you don't fully uh, see him. Whereas I yeah. think in 2006, you you see those elements, but then eventually yeah. he pops out and he's like, he's just painted yellow. Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen a dude like him uh, at the Richmond Football Club grand final, <laughs> yellow and black kind of thing going on. Nah, but um, yeah, yeah he, he was... I don't know, just not as scary. Yeah, yeah. so it's that more that like that old thing of just not really revealing and seeing that, having that mystery and you sort of you don't know what it is and yeah. that's always a good element in a horror movie is like not really ever truly seeing the thing. So it's you always it's always on your mind as to what it is or what it looks like. And, yeah. But you're right. I mean, I did see the first ten minutes, but yeah, yeah, the little yellow baby like. I don't know, man. It was fucking... Yeah. It was a bit... It was like, oh, there's Billy. And like, he kind of... I don't know. I haven't seen the whole thing. But seeing him as a kid, you kind of... And seeing how, like, his upbringing, you kind of... I don't know. I kind of felt a bit sorry. Mm. Like, and you can kind of understand, like, why he's like that from that. Whereas, I don't know. Do you see him as a baby in 74? Is it just this murderous, bloody... So, um, dude, like... With the 74 one, like, going back to what you were saying about... It's the, it's the, it really is that fear of the unknown and you never, and like you were saying, Drew, is that you get a bit of an eye, you get a bit of silhouette, but you never get a full, a full view of who Billy is. Yeah. He could be anyone. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I liked most about <laughs> the original as opposed to yeah. the 2006. Um, uh, you just didn't know who it was. It could have been anyone. Um, whereas yeah. with the, um, with the 2006 one, they kind of just spoon feed it to you and go, this is what he looks like. Um, <laughs> yeah, just the, uh, just, there was no backstory. There was nothing like mm. all you had was a voice an eye, a silhouette, and it just made it a lot scarier. Whereas like, I mean, if someone's yellow and they got some fascination with Christmas, like mm. I just don't, I didn't find it as scary as I, I found the, um, yeah, the 74 version. Is there yeah. any reference to him being yellow in the first one or not? Or is that yeah, just a oh. new... Like, because it's something to do with um, it's like genres or like a... Yeah. That like, whole feel, isn't it? Or yeah, not feel, but... There's like know, a yeah. liver problem or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, from the 74 version, I don't think there's any indication why he's yellow. I, I don't remember, Driz. Do you... No, I, I, I don't even remember him being yellow in the 74 yeah, one. But weird. yeah, they they gave this backstory like, you know, he had this liver problem and he, that's why he's yellow because it gives him that pigmentation from, yeah, jaundice yeah, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I had a, I did have one note written down because in that 2006... One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, hang on, two. Uh, hang on, uh, technically you one two. one job to do. <laughs> Billy Killer, second name. <laughs> uh, so I wrote Billy, um, that Billy's mother, if I'm watching it correctly, um, didn't like Billy or hated Billy because it reminded her of her husband. I'm sitting there going, what the fuck did you expect? Like, 
have a kid with someone and have them look totally like someone else, of course they're going to look like your partner. You know what I mean? Mm. So that was a bit... Um, that's just what I wrote down. What the fuck did she expect? Ha ha. She's the evil one, all right? But, um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, like, she, I think John is like, which is where you go yellow from yeah. liver problems and stuff. It's not like a permanent thing. I think I, you, it, you, you can actually, kids do get it in hospital yeah. and it's like, it's, it's cured or whatever. Like, it's not like a permanent problem where you end up looking like a, a bloody, you know, Homer Simpson or something for life. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a bit weird. Hey, just quickly, um, without jumping too much, but I don't know if I saw the movie <laughs> right. <laughs> this is a bit of fun. Right. Yeah. Which movie did you watch? <laughs> but did Billy's mum fuck Billy in the attic and then she had his baby? Yeah. There was is that right? Because right. I sort of, I did the old <laughs> flick, flick, flick because I was watching my son on the ground playing and I had to tend to him for a little bit. But yeah, I'm flicking and then like he's on a rocking chair and then... She was on top of the dad in the stairwell and then she just jumps on top of Billy. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? All right. What's going <laughs> to go on. there? Yeah, it is a bit of a weird topic. What? Is that the same 74 or is that different? Uh, uh, no, that's completely different. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, no, like, God. okay. So the thing that I like most about the 74, like I was saying before, is that there was no backstory. You didn't know who this Billy character was. You didn't even know if he really was called Billy. All you were getting in the 74 one was these weird... Conver- like, yeah. he'd prank calls yeah. and he'd call up the sorority house and he'd get one of the girls on the phone and he'd talk about, you know, wanting to fuck them, wanting to do this, that, I'm going to kill you. Um, there were bits and pieces of snippets where you'd hear voices um, that sounded like a woman screaming, calling his name Billy... But I don't think there was any real indication that it was his mum or anything like that. Yeah, right, there was also yeah. the name of um, uh, Agnes, Agnes dropped. Yes, yep. Agnes, um, but there was no reference to Agnes at all. Yeah. It wasn't until the 2006 version came out that they're like, we need to give him more of a backstory. Yeah. Which is where the whole Agnes, mum, attic, like they had to, you know, instead of just him him sneaking into a house and hiding yeah. up in the attic and slowly killing sorority girls, they had to give him a reason why he liked being in attics so much. And yeah. one of the reasons was is that his mum hated him because he she hated his dad. Yeah. Um, and when his dad was no longer around and the stepfather moved in, they just locked him up in the attic and he slowly went nuts. Mm. And in regards to the incest... Um, yeah just it just was so out of left field I didn't see it coming and when she finally decides to go up in the attic and just all you see is the rocking chair and her pants fall off it's just like oh really did we really need this unless she had like a mole she was really worried about she's like Billy can you check this is it (laughs) melanoma oh mom it's a wart oh yeah so yeah that was a bit weird but yes like they just I feel like they had to give the killer a bit more of, I don't know, an in-depth backstory or yeah. some reason as to why he was so messed up. Mm. Um, I 
yeah, I don't know. Do, do you have any thoughts, Driz? Yeah, I felt like that it was really not necessary to go down that line. Like, you could have maybe mentioned it, but I think that they analysed the 74 movie and and then made it into something a little bit more scary or, like, a little bit more messed up, and um, that's why they put that element of incest in there. But I suppose it, it probably... They over-explained things too much in this film. Like, you didn't... They took the mystery yeah. away from everything. And you already knew the character was was scary enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just added all this stuff. Like, oh, you know, he had a messed up childhood. He was locked in an attic. His mum was abusive. She got a stepfather who was probably a drunk, and that's why he fell asleep. And then, you know, while she was still in the mood, um, she's gone up into the attic, and that's where you get the element of incest and then it just yeah nine months later literally yeah, it's like, written on the screen nine months later like and then born. agnes is born and yeah I, I thought it was yeah not my cup of tea but yeah it... billy's sperm count was up man he was lots oh. of <laughs> 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 don't, don't go near billy when you sneeze sneezes because yeah. you might become pregnant <laughs> he is just it's probably his first time poor billy poor billy after busting up with his mum and then nine months later, oh, wow. <laughs> All right, well, then, um, what about the characters? Did anyone like any of the characters? Because <laughs> I have my thoughts on this, but I'd like to hear your thoughts because, yes. From what I saw, uh, from what I saw, which was only a little bit, but yeah, the, the girls seemed like your typical, like, stuck-up college, like, um, like bring-it-on sort of feel. But yeah, that's. I mean, I, I didn't see much. That's that's what the vibe I got at the start, anyway. So, is that sort of what they were like throughout the entire film? Like, I just saw that bit where you know one's bashing on the other one's door, and she's like, "You know, get the fuck down here. We're taking your presents." And like, I was like, "Oh, this is real." Like, I don't know what's the term, but like chauvinistic or something. You know what I mean? Like that real, t- like this stereotypical, like popular college girl thing going on mm. I feel anyway but uh Driz what about yourself like as a woman yourself what did you think about the women in this film <laughs> um did you did you identify with any of them um who's the oh who's the one that was in Buffy she was a bit oh. of a tough girl in this movie oh, and Michelle she's like Batchenberg. she's oh. like swearing at the caller like when when he's there, it's like, you know, giving it to him. He's like aggravating it. And, <laughs> and she, she fights with um, Billy or Agnes. I'm not sure. I think we want to mean Agnes, but you think it's Billy. And they fight and she gets away. And then all of a sudden he throws something at her when she's trying to escape the window. I definitely liked her because she's got that fight in her. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what, motherfucker, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> you touch me, I'm going to hurt you. So I liked that part of it. But... So you identify with her a bit? Yeah. yeah. That was you, you'd be... Badass. Trying to fight back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then, you know, when you get those girls that are in the movies and they already fall over and they're like, oh. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you yeah, haven't been real. subject, girl. Keep running. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, I really wanted all the characters to die. Yeah. Um, I found it, I just... True in comparison, oh, I, in comparison, like, I, I like the, the girls that were... Uh, the characters in the 1974 one a lot better. Yes. So when like uh, when they're 
getting killed off one by one. Especially my favourite, who was named Phyllis. And at the, at the start of the film, I really didn't want her to die. I was like, oh, no, actually, did I want her to die? I did want her to die, because her name was <laughs> named Phyllis. And she looked so dorky Phyllis. with her glasses and her frizzy hair. Mm-hmm. That 1970s frizz. Yeah. And then as the film went on, I was like, oh, God, I hope she survives. <laughs> but she doesn't. Uh, but um, with the other girls in the 2006 uh, version, I just, I didn't like any of them. I thought they were yeah. really annoying and they were really bitchy and just total assholes. And <laughs> I just, when oh. they start getting picked off one by one, I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, that being said, as as actresses, um, I felt like there were some of them very good actresses and I felt like they were kind of underutilized and yeah. Yeah. Um, some of their death scenes in the 2006 one could have been a lot better um, yeah. That, but that's just me being like it was pretty gory yeah. like it was pretty gory but I think the the 74 they kept going back to I think was it Sarah's body in that rocking chair or um, Claire Claire that's it and um, yeah like they kept going back to it just uh, to me it just kept getting more scary like because yeah, they're going yeah. back to it whereas the other one was like let's slay this person and, and have blood and guts come out of them but i really liked jess in the first one yeah she she was what was she australian or south african I, her accent was yeah i couldn't yeah. work it out I, yeah, I couldn't either. I thought she was British. Yeah. And at one point I also thought she may have been Australian. Yes, <laughs> it, kept I, it kept changing. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I don't know. But I definitely liked her. And maybe it was the accent was keeping me really intrigued. Like, what are you? <laughs> Not that it matters, but, you know, like... <laughs> what are you? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. And she, very attractive. I think the girls in, in the first 74 one, they were pretty attractive naturally. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, still a little bit of yeah. the bitchy environment but i think one of my favorite scenes out of, that, out of that is one of the girls was given the cop the number for the house and she's oh. like <laughs> wait is this oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah so 74 74 yeah man no wonder elvis liked that movie oh. <laughs> elvis loved this film he loved this film uh, but no like that was one of my favorite parts in the original as well is that um uh, just especially with the women, they had that kind of, they weren't done up, they weren't, yeah. they sort of had this kind of uh, girl next door, yeah. could be your friends, weren't models, uh, whereas with the 2006, like, very done up, very pretty, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah, Ooh, just it... and with the fellatio part, I was just, <laughs> I pissed, I, that was the other thing, there was a lot more humour in the 74 one than the 2006, like, clever, clever, clever. because yeah. at some point, like, you don't, She's taking the piss out of the police officer. Yeah. Um, and we'll get down to the police officers and how bad they are as police officers. <laughs> but uh, at, he doesn't know what fellatio means. So he's just writing it down going, fellatio. Okay, no worries. And then a bit further on down the track, <laughs> he's like typing it out. And he's like, how do you spell fellatio? Is it two L's or one L? And all everyone else in the police like, <laughs> in the police station is just pissing themselves laughing. And he's just yeah. looking at them like this blank stare like... Ah, yeah. What are you guys all laughing about? It's like, oh, you've never been filleted, have you? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. But that's you know, wise. like from what you're saying, that '74 um, with the with the girls. That sounds more realistic. Like if you're all friends and you all know each other, I'm only guessing that you're not going to be done up to the nines, like. 
who could be fucked like yeah. you know you're just seeing each other it's not like you're at a party or so it's kind of, kind of sounds from what you guys are saying like it's just more realistic to what it would actually be like yeah I'd yeah. agree with that like, I don't yeah. know yeah, yeah. I'm sort of getting confused between the two films. Yeah. They're all merging now. It's the same story, just the characters are all. We'll, we'll head back. We'll head back to 2006. And... <laughs> <laughs> the 74 sounds so good. It is sucking, good. sucking you in. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a bit of fellatio. <laughs> um, what about the deaths? Like, I mean, the 2006 one. Like, I had the first death clocked in it like two minutes in. Yeah. And it was the bag over the head and yes. the suffocation. That's and his MO. His yeah. MO is bag over the head, suffocation. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because his was it his mum or his dad or his stepdad killed someone in the same fashion that they were they were showing? Yeah. Is that where he's got it from? Is he's I, got I it have from a feeling, yeah. Or something? I was about to talk about the original, but I won't. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I think uh, just because his dad was murdered by his mum and then um, with a plastic bag yes. over the head. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So yeah, the connection between him using his plastic bag as an ammo yeah, to right. murder or... Yeah. He's just letting off mum and dad. Yeah. Letting all the truth. Because he witnessed it, didn't he? Correct, yeah. 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 So that's his, little, his little yellow eye. Peeking through the hole. <laughs> His little Ned Flanders. <laughs> I did like how um, uh, the the girl that I liked in the 2006 one, she was just very like, you know, Christmas is very commercial, um, holiday, mm. all this sort of stuff. And it's got pagan symbols and it's not even religious. And that I like that sort of, you know, the, her interpretation of Christmas yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, it was just really blunt. <laughs> anyway no it's um, always good to have that sort of opposing view on especially I mean yeah it's good to have that in a, a Christmas film where someone's a bit of a Scrooge and hates on everything so it's a bit of fun but um, yeah what's your thoughts this year? Um, I'm just going to ask if anyone had any favourite deaths uh, because um, some of them are killed in some very spectacular ways <laughs> uh, some very Christmassy ways as well yes um Oh, Matt, oh. from the death that you saw in the first 20 <laughs> minutes or so. Uh, Look, um, <laughs> pr- prison guard, candy cane through the eye. That's pretty hard to go past. That's cool. I don't know if that happened throughout the entire movie where he's, he's you know, using little Christmassy props, but that was kind of sick like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like cool. I don't know. He's seeing like a normal Christmassy object turning into this blood battered, you know, Sticking out of someone's head, it kind of the the visuals look really cool. So yeah, from I I don't know that was cool. Yeah, fits into the whole Christmas thing. Bag over the head. Yeah, I don't know. I saw I did see that one, and I don't know. I kind of prefer it without the bag on the head. Then you can see the pick going into their eye, and I know that sounds a bit fucked up, but I know it's a bit more brutal that way. So give the people what they want. But then, kind of then defacing that person and just having a bag being stabbed. I don't know. That's kind of creepy too, but yeah. Anyway, that's that's my two cents. Driz, did you have <laughs> a uh, favourite kill scene? Um, I think I liked... Um, I don't know who it was. Poked their head through the attic and there was like this big chain thing and was released and smacked their head. <laughs> that sounds sick. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was probably my favourite. Was there something on it? Like a... Yeah, like a, like a pulley? You know, like a pulley? Like... 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chain goes through it, yeah. Oh, it was like yeah. one of those, so it would have been heavy. Heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it took a long time for them to like. I would have ducked. You would have had enough time to duck. They're sort of looking at this pulley Is and someone coming, holding it. Coming out of the shadows? Is that why they? I think so. Like, and they were like, yeah. yeah. They were sort of looking at it, and then all of a sudden, it just released. Boom. <laughs> we play it safe and step out of the way. We'll stand and check. Until further notice. Well, they were Dead. up in the attic, so you would have had to have gone down the ladder real quick or duck, you know? Oh, okay, yeah, right. yeah. Fuck, man, he's a clever dude. Yeah, what about you, Nissi? Uh, my favourite was the sorority den mum copping an icicle through the head. Yeah. Um, that was my favourite one. Um, yes, I enjoyed that more than the other ones, just... It was brutal, and I was like, yep, that's another one of the characters I didn't particularly like, so good for her. She she, she took it like a champ. Yeah. Right in the face. <laughs> I reckon that was, like, one of the only ones that was an accidental death, wasn't it? Uh, it was, but yeah. for some reason, the, the accidental one spoke to me a lot more than the, <laughs> than the other ones. Um, I did also like uh, how the unicorn horn figurine was used in both the original and then they brought it back for yes. the the 2006 yep. uh with the eye gouging i was like oh there's a little easter egg a little bit of homage to the original um i appreciated that yeah, yeah. um but honestly if i don't watch both of them i would have no idea but i was just like <laughs> that, oh that's, that, oh, that's cool yeah that's cool. That. That using, cool. the, using the unicorn what about agnes let's talk about agnes um, thoughts on Agnes? Matt, do you even know who Agnes is? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she's fallen. No, I've got no idea, so I'll leave that. Well, that's it, you guys. Right, uh, Driz, Agnes. <laughs> well, when, when it was first starting, because you saw um, Billy with like a newspaper wrapping a parcel and he gives it to, to the guard and it's like, oh, I'm going to be home for Christmas or something. But yeah. when you're in the house with the girls... There's a girl called Eve, and she gives it. She's wearing glasses, a bit nerdy looking, and she gives this present to one of one of the other girls. And um, was it the unicorn? Yeah, that's I think it was. Yeah, unicorn, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, why would you give that to one person anyway? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it was the same wrapping. So I actually thought that Eve was Agnes um, for for a good half of the movie until like. It looks like Billy, but with long blonde hair in like the grudge, you know, where they got the hairs in front of her face. And then, yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's actually Agnes. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't, I didn't care yeah. for her. <laughs> I, I thought the exact same thing just because, um, as one of the plots, they, because Billy lived in the sorority house every year is a Christmas tradition. They have a stocking just for Billy, mm-hmm. um, to put presents in. And then he was arrested when he was killed his family and all that kind of stuff. And it's a tradition they keep. So I thought the exact same thing when Eve comes down and she's so strange and odd looking that this was Agnes returned to the house that she grew up in as a small child and that she was the one who was killing people. Mm. And they kind of, you know, through trickery and all that, they kind of made out that she was, you know, the, the blonde girl. And yeah, just... But yeah, <laughs> Eve, classic character. Eve, she was the first to go, I think. Um, but I reckon Billy was kind of creepy in this, like you know, popping the tiles up at the ba- in the bathroom. Um, I think when Barbara was drunk, 
and having a peek at her in the shower. <laughs> She's a little bit perverted. Um, but I just don't get how Agnes was the way she was because her mum actually doted on her. And you see that from the start. So um, she wouldn't have been as messed up as Billy unless there was like a mental yeah, health right. illness uh, that followed through in the family line. But yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't really explain like, you know, oh, she just got into the house, but we there was no real backstory about... Yeah. And I, I totally agree. Like, yeah, it seemed like she was the, the golden child that the mum had always wanted and yeah. that Billy was the reject. Um, so I don't understand how she became so like angry and messed up and just went on a killing spree. Um, yeah, just maybe she's in the genes, man. I mean, yeah, that could be another, that could be another, um, what was their surname again? This is Billy Edward something. Billy Williams Edwards or something. Maybe it's just in their genes, man. They're all born to be fucking messed up killers or something. Potentially. Yeah. Um, another part that I really liked was, um, the Christmas, the Christmas tree with all the decorations up in the attic, um, where like towards the end, I guess we haven't, we haven't quite reached our climax, but, um, you kind of get a look at Agnes and at first you're sort of like, wow, she's quite brutal looking, um. Then it turns out that the actress is actually a man playing a woman. Um, oh. <laughs> so, like, you understand where the, the strength and, you know, all that's coming from because, yeah, she, she, the actress is just throwing around this this person. Um, anyways, uh, as trophies, she starts decapitating heads and putting them on Christmas trees as... Uh, just again, like a bit of bit of overkill there. I thought um, personally, ah, overkill, overkill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> head reference. Um, but uh, yeah, I just that was one of the parts of the film that kind of didn't annoy me. But I just thought again, just going with the incest and the the murders and all that kind of stuff, just very over the top. Yeah. How can we make it a bit more gruesome? Um, did anyone else have any thoughts about? The Christmas tree or the gruesomeness? Not really. <laughs> I think you explained it really well, sorry. No, you can't. I'm not having seen it. Yeah, I can visualise that. That sounds pretty pretty brutal. You know, like, did she have them hanging off a string or are they just sitting in the, no, just the sitting, branches? Sitting in the branches. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, that'd be super, like, Martha Stewart, like, just super crafty with a little bit of string. Tie it to the tree. No, that sounds cool. But um, what is there anything else that's sort of notable that um, you guys want to mention about? Did you want to go delve more into seventy four? Because I know you. We will, but I want to just mention this creepy as quote. Like, yeah. um, one of them's like, um, they're not your family, Angus. I'm not your family, and your brother's not here. And then she goes. No, my my daddy is here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a pretty good quote. It was oh, and that oh. made me cringe like you would not believe. Far out, And then Billy that. emerges, so you're like, oh man, it's not even like a stepdad or anything. <laughs> and she doesn't quote him as a brother. I was like, Ugh. oh shit, <laughs> yeah. that's um, my daddy. And I also don't <laughs> like how um. 
you know, the bodies were brought to the morgue. Like, they had they had a fight scene. They fell down the cavity in the wall and it went up in flames. And all the bodies, including the girls, you know, all the victims are taken to the morgue and everything. And then they, they, they emerge, both of them. What? How did they survive? Yeah, I didn't like that either. I thought that was, like, trying to stick with that, that cliche of the killer's never, ever dead. Yes. Um... So, yeah, I didn't like that either. And I was just like, oh, God, we were just, we were almost out of here. Like, we're almost finished. <laughs> we don't have to watch anymore. And then there's an extra 10 minutes where they've, they have woken up. And yeah, just again, and they, they're using the crawl space as the method for them to get around. These people don't like walking normally. They just, they like using the crawl spaces. They like using things that are like an addict to get around and murder people. Yeah. And yeah, I just, that annoyed me a bit. Yeah. Um, that was probably another little critique that I was just like, oh, you guys, like, you're not doing yourselves any favours. That's it. But there was one clever scene um, when uh, there was a girl in the hospital, the blonde girl, and then Claire's sister comes in to ha- to check on her and it's actually Agnes putting her hair down. Oh, so she cool. thought it was oh. that. And then Agnes has obviously got her. And then Claire's sister doesn't come back to visit the other girl. But I thought that was really clever how they... they they tricked you, you, you yeah. know, you're like, oh, it's whatever. But yeah, I definitely liked the 74 version yeah, a lot okay. better. A lot better. Yeah, the consensus, I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, with the 74, uh, the ending is quite ambiguous. And um, yeah, you just, you don't know whether or not, it's implied that the, the last girl standing may or may not be alive, but you just don't know. Um, whereas with the 2006 uh, they kind of just sort of hand feed it to you again, um, and a big spectacular Christmas tree penetrating Billy, like just <laughs> an um, ancestral penetration. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. I just I, I felt like the seventy four version was a lot, uh, a lot nicer to watch. I guess Did you say, nicer, like, a classy, like a, a class- classy horror. <laughs> like, is it think, such such thing as a classy? I think it, yeah, there was a bit more classiness to it. Yeah. I think I also like the fact that there's that kind of grainy old feel to it. Yes. It didn't, yeah. didn't feel as polished. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, you know, there is quite gloomy and there's not a lot, a lot of light, like it kind of adds to that suspense. Whereas with the 2006 one, it's very glossy, very polished, yeah. very well lit. Um, I just felt like uh, that suspense was missing that you got in the first one and it relied too much on the gore and that kind of stuff in order to convey it's you know what it was trying to show in the film and then that's just me yeah yeah, yeah. no um they didn't have agnes they did mention her on one of the prank calls and stuff i think they they sort of just insinuated there was themes of child abuse and incest when you hear the voices on the call and stuff um but yeah i i definitely think there was mystery behind it there was more suspense there was likable characters and, you know, pretty ones too. Um, and Peter, uh, Jess's boyfriend, like... In the 74 one, yeah. In the 74 one, you actually could believe that he was the so-called Billy. Like, he could have been a killer of all these girls. Yeah, right. So, because um, he seems to be having some sort of mental uh, breakdown over Jess wanting to abort the baby oh yeah. yeah that's yeah. one thing we haven't spoken about yeah um, that i thought was interesting in the original version the original yes yeah yep. um sorry the thing i found interesting was that um 
Jess, the main character, is pregnant by Peter, um, goes to talk to Peter about the pregnancy and wants to have an abortion. Uh, doesn't want to keep the child, whereas uh, the guy did want to, um, uh, Peter wanted to keep it. And, you know, uh, Jessie's sort of putting her foot down and going, no, no, like, this wasn't part of my plan. Um, I think for something that was released back in 1974, mm-hmm. uh, to have, you know, yeah. talks talks about abortion and, um, you know, a woman's rights to her own body is her own's, like, just because you want to keep a child doesn't necessarily mean I want to keep a child. I, Even though I looked this up and it wasn't supposed to be some sort of feminist, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, talk, it, it was just designed to give the characters something to talk about. I think as the film's gotten older, it's taken on a bit more of a different meaning. Yeah. And um, I don't know, just uh, I feel like that scene in particular was quite ahead of its time, perhaps. Yeah, I was really? going to say, that's um, still really relevant. And yeah, still relevant now. Right, yeah, yeah did, uh, you haven't seen the 74 one. Yeah, but did, I haven't seen What did you think of that scene, uh, Drew? I thought it was pretty controversial for, for then because a lot of people, and especially Americans, like very religious and, and yeah, abortion was a no-no. Mm. And I thought it was interesting that they uh, had Jess wanting to have the abortion rather than Peter. So yeah. it gave you, it was very different mm. to to what the opinion back then would have been, you know, and I, I thought that was really interesting, but yeah, definitely putting that element in there was, it made it like there's this whole another sub thing going yeah. on rather than just the horror story. So yeah. it kept you intrigued. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, do you reckon they did that on purpose to, I don't know, like it was, do you reckon there was anything behind that or more than to what? the characters and the movie and everything going on or is that um like surely someone i don't know like directors or whatever weren't wanting to just put that in there for um, women's rights or something like no i i don't i i don't think so i think it was just a bit of a subplot to the actual yeah film itself um but just happened to as i was saying like as time's gone on, sort of seems to have taken on a bit more of a yeah. social commentary, I guess, on, yeah. you know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah no. And um, I, I definitely like the raw filming in it too. Like, it was a handheld camera and they would, oh. like, there, it would be, like, extended rather than just going, panning to a door. Yeah, with the 74 it, one, yeah. It took a while. Like, they'd go up the stairs, you know, and it, it's through the yeah. eyes of Billy, so you're not actually seeing him, but you can... You can see what he's yeah, looking at, right. and I felt that's felt that was really eerie. Yeah, yeah, it was really eerie, and the house was a lot darker, like you said, and all the lighting was only Christmas lights. Oh, okay. So right. down the halls, there was like lights that lit the way, so it was pretty dark. Yeah, and yes, that's sick. It's just, yeah, it just yeah. felt like more of a horror movie <laughs> than the two thousand and six yeah. one. But yeah, what were your thoughts? Uh, no, I totally agree. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot darker. Um, I did enjoy the handheld point of view from the killers. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever seen that before, like from, uh, from a film back then. Like, I don't know if it was necessarily one of the first that kind of had that, you know, maybe Psycho may have been one of the, uh, you know, one of the first ones as well. But um, just, yeah, those long drawn out scenes really added to the suspense because you didn't really know what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes 
you know, something did happen, but other times it kind of like just rained it in and it just it didn't happen to be anything, yeah. but you just didn't know. And I think with that 74 version, you know, it really captured the suspense more than the 2006. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. kept you on edge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Matt, you have to watch the 74 <laughs> one when you get home after <laughs> the 2006. Sitting here scratching my head going, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. No, if it's one of Elvis's favourites, I'm sure I'll like it. So, if the king likes it, I'll like it too. But, um, so what else? Um... Well, they, they also had an, another um, thing as well, because at the start, what, when Claire went missing, there was another girl, I think her name was Janice, that went um, missing, and they were trying to look for Janice, not Claire, and they came across the, the teenage girl's body, so there had been a murder in town. Oh, okay. um, and, yeah, we, whereas they didn't have that in 2006 as well. Yeah, so yeah. I think they were pretty clever to, to incorporate them, so I don't know what was happening at the time, but I think probably the topics of abortion would have been big and, and maybe a murder at the time. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think you were talking about that there was uh, oh. a murder. Sorry, okay. So <laughs> this happened a little bit f- later on, but um, when it was going to have its first television uh, release in the States, uh, like in 1977 or 78, um they had to postpone it because two weeks prior to it, Ted Bundy had just broken into the sorority house um, and murdered, what he murdered, two women and three others were sustained heavy injuries or something like that. And um, so they had to put off releasing the film for quite a little while on, you know, national television. Um, but yeah, you know, apparently he may have been the killer. May have been based on a real serial killer in the seventies, somewhere in Canada. I can't remember which one, but apparently the Billy name may have been derived from one of these murderers back then. Oh. Um, so like, yeah, there's a little bit of true crime linked to you know nineteen seventy four, I guess, and like little sim, you know, uh, little controversies here and there. Yeah. You know, I mean, to be honest, like that's the other thing I kind of liked about the 1974 version is that um, it really was one of the first slasher flicks um, and sort of influenced guys like, uh, what's his name, John Carpenter for Halloween. Yeah. Because apparently, like, apparently, apparently, Halloween was supposed to be a sequel, potentially, but it ended up just being a standalone film of, you know, introducing, you know, what is it, Michael Myers? Yeah. 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 Um, But... Yeah, just, I guess, in terms of, you know, creating a genre of horror, like, it was definitely one of the first sort of slasher films that, you know, would have freaked people out back in 1974. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's wicked. Yeah. So, what would you, Nissy, rate 2006 Black Christmas? Um, God, I hated this film. Uh, I I, I want to, hate's a strong word, but just... In comparison, um, I really enjoyed the 1974 a lot more, and I don't know if I'd give it a rating, but I just I I'd, I'd say <laughs> all right, maybe maybe yeah, like this is very nice maybe like maybe writing. like a six or a seven. Like it was fun. Like I liked it. Whereas with the 2006, maybe like two out of ten. Just yeah. If you if if what we've said today interests you at all, do the 1974 first, and if you like, oh maybe I'll give the 2006. Give it a go, but. Stick with the 74 first. Yeah. Um, Triz? Yeah, well, I would uh, give... We'll start with the worst one, 2006. I'm going to go 3 out of 10. 
Um, but 1974, 100%, I think if you're a horror-loving fan, you should definitely watch the 74 one, and I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah. Jeez. Nice. And, and Matt, the uh, <laughs> first, <laughs> yeah, the first 20 minutes? <laughs> From the first, yeah, 20 minutes of uh, 2006, I'll give it four crystal unicorn heads out of 10. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to, yeah, seeing the 74 because that sounds right up my alley in terms of what you guys have said. That sounds sick, so I can't wait to see that. And, yeah, definitely... Like you guys were saying, check out both um, and do your comparisons. But on on that topic as well, 2019 release coming up on the 12th of December. Um, in Australia. In, in Australia, yeah, on, on the 12th of December. Um, you guys have seen the trailer for that. I just want to ask like, what you guys thought, you know, what you guys were thinking of that trailer so far like what whether it's going to follow the others or whether it's it's a whole new path or or what you might think about that because we'll definitely we'll probably bring that one up at some stage once we go we go and check it out um am i the only one who's seen the trailer or you guys i've seen bits of it i've seen snippets yeah Yeah. um i i think it's going to be good it's going to be very like i think probably gory um <laughs> but yeah i don't know i still think 74 is going to be a winner but we'll see yeah, what do you think <laughs> um i yeah after seeing the trailer um i felt like the trailer may have given away a little bit too much of the storyline uh so maybe don't watch the trailer um but in answer to the question i think it's um it'll be more of a standalone sort of it'll have bits and pieces from the others but I think it's going to go in a different direction where mm. the killers may, may come from and stuff like that. Um, but I am looking forward to it. It's got uh, that British actress, uh, I think it's Imogen Potts, I think her name is, oh, yes. who I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm pretty I'm sure it's her. I'm looking forward to seeing the unicorn, the glass unicorn. I hope, it, yeah, unicorn. I hope it, yeah, I hope How do they, uti- yeah, how, do, how will they utilise the unicorn in this yes. one? <laughs> will it be gifted in a newspaper again? Who knows? Find out. Um... <laughs> Yeah, well, I've seen the trailer and I've seen it many, many times because we put together a post um, with, uh, you know, showcasing that we're going to go over Krampus and, and Black Christmas, although I've put, strangely put the new trailer in, I think, so I've stuffed up there. So I've seen it a few times, but um, yeah, like what you were, touching on what you were saying, like I don't know if they've still got the whole Billy thing or whether it's like now... Because, like, they, I don't know, I just saw a whole bunch of, like, cloaked dudes and, like, you know, having a bit of a, an argument and disagreement with them. And I don't know, yeah, it could come from whether they're just playing or, like, they want to mess with you and be like, well, who's the killer? But then, you know, try and keep Billy, um, you know, hidden till the last minute. I don't know. But it does look good, like, from what, yeah, you were saying, probably a little bit too much. Um but the girls all seem to have, like in the trailer, they all seem to have that real badass attitude. Like, you know, fucking like baseball bat in the hand, like, we're going to kick your ass. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So I uh, can't wait to see the original in 2006 and then, yeah, compare it to the 2019 release. And we, we'll probably touch on that at some stage and and, you know, briefly go over what we've done and then let you guys what we know uh think of what we know about the um what we thought i should say of the, of the new one so yeah i'm looking forward to it 
So yeah, well, should we? Do you want to just quickly um, mention the competition? Yeah, we've got yes. going as well. Yes, so um, being Christmas and all, we're getting uh, festive and we yeah. want to, yeah. that's it, and we want to <laughs> give away some movie tickets. So uh, we do have a competition on our Facebook and Instagram and we want to announce the winner. Yes. Yes. So. Do, 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 do. Now, what's the Christmassy song? What's the Christmas song? La 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 la. Missy's got it down. Yeah. All right. So we want to announce the winner, and the winner is Troy, aka T to the Roy, who you can find on Twitter at Lights Camera Act One. Congratulations, Troy. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, congratulations. Enjoy the movie. And if no one's won or entered, then we'll go see it. So, suck in. <laughs> and we hope you go and see uh, <laughs> uh, Black Christmas uh, for Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, yeah, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Have a good one, guys. And uh, thanks for listening. Beautiful. Uh, we've been H for Horror. Um, you'll find us on Facebook. You'll find us on Instagram. We've also got a Twitter account. Mate, we're on all. Um, the we're all. We're, we're gonna all, get on yeah. Snapchat. We're on we're all of them. Um, TikTok. Yeah. You name it, we'll be on there. What's that dating app? Tinder. We'll get on Tinder. Tinder. We'll get on Tinder. <laughs> Make sure you um, slash right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. slash right. We'll slash right, and you can and we'll slash meet you right. at a park, and we'll slash right again. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Catch you later. Bye. 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 B